Welcome to Tea Time Podcast. I'm your host, Gary, with my co-host, Jerry, and this will be your new home for sports news, entertainment, and mind-numbingly painful takes. Yeah. Welcome and thanks for listening. This podcast is based to be completely unbiased and uncut. We'll be bringing you insight news on every sport we can think of, along with daily bets and plays. First off, make sure to follow us on our Twitter. That's at T underscore time underscore pod. For last minute's bets, other news, or if you just want the chance to cyber bully us, feel free. We love it, so give us a follow on Twitter. On today's episode, we'll start with some MLB offseason trades and news, uh, moving to college basketball, putting in multiple hours, grinding, crunching numbers, running simulations. I determine who the best team in the Big 12 is. Uh, stay tuned for that. After college basketball news there, we'll move into NFL playoff picture this weekend. And after that, we'll move into our bets. Tomorrow's a Saturday, greatest day of the week, no work, no school, horse racing at noon, college basketball all day, football all day. So we'll get you some bets and then we'll end the show. So with that, quiet on the tee, please. It's time to get started. This one's good if it goes. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos. It's time. It is, it time. is absolutely time, and it's in fact tea time, Jer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tea time with the fellas. I think we jump into it first. We'll we'll give our shout-outs quick. How we how we started, how we got here, how we got the name, everything. I can thank my sweetums, the one and only sweetums, Kennedy, for the name Tea Time Podcast. So that's a big thanks, Kennedy. Yes, thank you, Kennedy. Uh, the cover art super dope on the. Spotify, Apple Music, it's our profile pic on Twitter. Hunter Fist did that. It's amazing. Zoom in, look at all the details. Everything on there is from top to bottom is sweet. I mean, there's no other way to explain it than it's sweet. Perfect. She hit it right on the dot. So thank you, Hunter. Yeah, I would have rather had no one else except Hunter do this. Turned out so great. Thanks again, Hunter. And make sure to follow her on Instagram. That's at Hunter Rose underscore and on Twitter at Hunter Fisk. And in, on that, uh, she has Jerry wearing a DeCarl's World sweatshirt. So we want to say thanks to Christian and go ahead and give him a follow and check out his check out his clothesline. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, make sure to check out DeCarl's World, one of the coolest upcoming brands. It's so sweet what he's got going on over there. And make sure to follow him on Instagram. That's at DeCarl's World. And then our boy Bush with the intro. Toughest beat. Gotta love it. Yeah, absolutely have to love it. The Cali boy. Living it up in Cali now. Homeboy's always putting out heat. Love yes. it. So yes, hit Bush sir, Bush. With a follow. That's at Playboy Bush on Instagram and Twitter. Thanks again, Bush. Appreciate it. All right. Let's let's jump. Let's jump right to it. Baseball oh, yeah. news. Yep. This is how we got started. This was the thought. This is why we wanted to get going. Baseball. We wanted to start this podcast to discuss baseball, argue baseball, talk about why the Boston Red Sox is probably the worst franchise. So with that, let's just start with the Red Sox, actually. Um, busy, busy offseason. Started off well, painful. Losing Xander. Losing JD. But but you retained but, Devers. That's the big one. Hey, forever endeavors. 11-year, $331 million. We'll have him till he's past his prime, but he's going to be in his prime for at least seven and more years, I'd say. 450 pounds here in a couple of years, but um, you know, he's lost weight. A couple of years. Okay, okay. 
No, Devi's is sweet. I'm pumped to have him back at Boston. That's I think that's his home. I don't know if I'd rather see him it anywhere is. else. I couldn't I couldn't even imagine him in different uniforms. Oh. So extremely Especially happy that, on that. That short right field fence helps him out. You, you got you gotta okay. want to stay there. Okay. You can pull anything in that field. But gotta love gotta love him keep him there. Other than that though, uh Red Sox they took JT, the LA blue blooded. Been there forever. Broke my heart. Can't believe he's gone. But end of the career, I guess, time to move on. I wish they wouldn't have. I don't think they should have. Could have signed him for what Boston signed him. He's going to produce at the plate no matter what. Um, so that's a big pickup for the Red Sox, too. What do you think, Jerry? Yeah, I think the Red Sox end game is just we're just trying to pick up the Dodgers. We're just trying to become the East Coast Dodgers. We've got JD. We've got Kike. Just picked up Kenley Jansen, too. Who year 32. It's a bit overpriced, in my opinion. Well, yeah, I wouldn't give Kenley Jansen a year. I hate that was that. That's probably the only guy you don't want to sign that used to be at the Dodgers. Over Actually, under, I wait, can't wait, say wait. that. Okay, thirty-two million over under thirty-two blown saves. Oh, way, way, way over. Well, not way over. Obviously. They're not putting him in say, thirty-two times because after his six blown save, he's sitting back. <laughs> well, they. I mean, he gave he got a lot of chance. Although I will say, after Kimbrell last season, and Cam can attest to this, Scam Daddy can attest. He might be – Craig Kimbrell might be one of the worst closers to ever step foot on the diamond ever Can't and confirm. put his foot on that rubber. He was atrocious. Was, 2018 was almost uh, – if we would have lost that World Series, it would have been on Craig Kimbrell's shoulders. Well, no doubt. It, the Dodgers lost a stupid amount of games, and then going into the postseason, they knew they did not have a bullpen, and they knew especially that they did not have a closer. Yeah. After he blew the one save in the playoffs – Dave Roberts comes and said, now it's going to move to committee. Closing by committee in the playoffs is not a thing. Yeah, that's pretty It's sketchy. not a thing. You have to have someone. Look at Chapman. Look what the Chapman's done to the Yankees before hey. he's off and gone now. But <laughs> yeah, I was going to like, say. He was the, obviously, he was not good for him. Yeah, no. He was horrible, horrible too. Yeah, he just not a so team player bones. either. So. But Did I, you see Kimbrell? He's at the Phillies now, though, so he's off your radar. He's gone. Oh, yeah, no. I know. Mm-hmm. That one and. Finally, yeah. Uh, I would. After a year of him, you would be thankful to have Kenley Jansen, but uh, I'm glad to not have either of them. So we'll see what what the Dodgers can do. We picked up JD, so we pretty much have swapped. You guys got JT from us, or you guys, as in Boston Red Sox, got JT from the Dodgers, and we got JD, as in the Dodgers got JD from the Red Sox. So mm-hmm. JD Martinez is 95 years old, but I think he can still swing the bat. We'll see what he can produce. Um, DH play only ever. Every other day, I would say he's not going to be he's he's not going to be playing a bunch in L.A. I don't think. Yeah, but good news for you. So J.D.'s hitting coach, who got him started, like when he started coming up in the Red Sox, um, he's over at L.A. right now. So maybe he can help him find a thing or two that he lost in these last find couple years. Yeah, yeah, that's. Um, I mean, I think he still has it. I mean, it's not like he didn't produce still last year. He's produced the last. He two was years, so I mean, inconsistent so though. It was yeah, you didn't know what two, you were getting on a day with J.D. I mean that, but two years ago and three years ago, like JD was. I mean, back when we worked for the oh, city, he was the man. He was popping off. He like, was he the can, man. I, I don't think he's out of that yet completely. No, I would no, say no. It's definitely, the sh- the stars less shining bright. I would say it's more dull. Yeah, but they're still got your opportunities. That's why uh, the DH is real nice now to have. Uh, yeah, no, get doubt. those get those older older bats in the lineup and let them swap in, which is what we we're doing with JT and. I don't know. JT's the man at the plate, though. You, I mean, Red Sox are gonna love JT. He's he's the good man, and he's just a glue guy, guy. just Probably a clubhouse guy. He's gonna bring the vibes up. Like it's gonna be so big to have him here. 
took have two of my there. favorite Dodgers in Kike and JT. Yeah. Like we're just the East Coast heartbreaking. Baby. East Coast Absolutely Dodgers. Absolutely heartbreaking. You guys yeah. obviously have a game plan that's been working, producing, so we're just going to try to just drag those last years out of your players. We're going to take them when they're getting just a little bit out of their prime and just pull whatever we can from them. Yeah, well, I don't blame you. I mean, that's what I would do, considering the Dodgers are... They're the script everybody wants to follow. I mean, okay, it's, thank you. It's 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 the Dodgers. Like Okay, all right, moving on, moving on. Okay. One last thing okay. for Red Sox. One big signing just happened recently. Adam Duvall, one year, seven million. He can stretch out to ten if he has one. some good plate appearances. Huge. Just we didn't have an outfield or infield. We didn't have a complete team as a couple days yeah. ago. Having Duvall, we've got a complete outfield with Yoshida, Verdugo, of course, and now him. I'm pumped about Another this. Dodger. Mm-hmm. But he's gonna be a good fit for the team. But we got to make sure he's happy here. And the worst part about that is that pressure doesn't come from the clubhouse, doesn't come from the organization. It comes from our mascot, Wally. Duvall's son, Stone, him and Blooper have the tightest relationship. It was heartbreaking to watch. It's going to be heartbreaking to see him leave, but Wally's got big shoes to fill. And if he doesn't do it, then he's gone. It's simple. We're getting a new mascot. If it's a Blooper identical, it's going to have to be. But we need to keep Duvall happy so we can get some wins here in Red Sox Nation. I'm biased. I'm not a Red Sox fan, by the way. Uh, yeah, this unbiased takes throughout the whole year. You will get every every team um, as as we can get to you with every sport. Don't worry about it. I'm not going to talk about the Cowboys. I mean, who wants to talk about the Cowboys? Who wants to talk about the Yankees? The Yankees will not be brought up. Sorry. That's a lie. But talk about the outfield. <clears throat> Big move. We actually uh, t- I talked about this with you uh, a couple days ago, Jared. Jazz Chisholm, he, for the Miami Marlins, it was just the GM just announced today that he will move him to center field. So Jazz is going to come out of the middle infield and try to stir up that center fielder position. So we'll see how that works out. Yeah, he's um, an athlete. He'll I think he'll, he'll be fine. Yeah, He's a freak. Started out, they got him on Marlins as a shortstop, and they moved him over to second with Miguel Rijos, locking up that shortstop spot a little bit of the year for him. And now Miguel Rijos is on the Dodgers old but yeah jazz out to the outfield i'm pumped to see that um he just got speed i just like to see out athletes in the middle of that outfield mm-hmm. working mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of good times with uh, another outfielder for in a dodgers uniform number 35 cody bellinger signing with the cubs and can we talk season. about the cubs a minute yeah i mean let's talk about it dansby swanson cody bellinger tyone tyone that's a huge pickup mancini huge. who i think is a great player mancini is going to be a big pickup they got Hosmer as well, who is not a bad first base. I mean, it's something you like to have on the team. Yeah, you'll definitely take Hosmer. He's been, he's a vet, vet, vet in the clubhouse. I think that uh, all these signings. I mean, the Cubs have been not afraid to spend some money this offseason, which is love good. to see it. Love to see it. It would. You know what's crazy to me is they signed uh, Dansby to the big long contract, and then they're spending all this other money, but they didn't keep Contreras. Well, you can't keep them all. I know, but just think about if if they were willing to spend money on their on on a shortstop. If you can lock up your shortstop in your in your catcher position, it's crazy. I mean, I understand why they let him go. I mean, he's in his you know this one. You're going to get the most out of him and blah blah blah, whatnot. Yeah, that is true. And I think catcher is such an underrated position in the MLB. Like you don't hear a lot of news about it, but I think they're such like a they're glue and they make some huge plays that people just go right under the radar with them. So that is crazy. But preseason right now. Power rankings, Cubs 22. No, no. They're top 10. I don't 10. believe that. They're top 10. Swear to God, you can go on MLB.com right now, preseason power rankings, 22. It's just 
disrespectful, simply put. That is disrespect. I will, I will say that. I think uh, they will definitely be peeking their heads in the conversation, obviously, real soon for top – Definitely top 15, if not top 10, real quick into the season. I mean, just kind of depends how they all come together. Mm -hmm. They still have – Strowman is still there for an ace. We'll see how that plays out. They did pick up Barnhart for – try to show up that catcher position. Not bad. That's Smiley's still there too, right? McKinstry's there. Smiley's there. Zach McKinstry, ex-Dodger. He's still trying to find his way. Patrick Wisdom is still there. He's legit for him. Yep. But they still got the man, Ian Happ, who every deals. previous Chicago Cubs MLB player raves on Ian Happ. Yeah, hell of Jake a player. Arrieta loves Ian Happ. He, I mean, he played outstanding last year. They still got Suzuki. I can't believe he's still there. That's wild. That is Seiya? Suzuki? Yeah, yeah he's that sick. is crazy. He's sick. See how, we'll see how that one plays out. I think they definitely had the best offseason um, out of any team in MLB. Really? I'd put the yeah. Mets up there just because Steve Cohen loves to throw out some cash. Yeah, but, I mean, w- Justin Verlander? Yeah. What about him? Okay. That's it. Who else? No. And well, then they re-signed Diaz, who is a staple to that organization. Yeah, but that's still part of the same team. Ottavino? Hey, hey. Guess who they got? Electric guy. Tommy Pham from the Red Sox. Oh, my gosh. Tommy Pham punching people, yep. punching dudes no. in the face in the outfield. No. They cannot do uh, fantasy football over there. That will just end poorly. I still got. I got to see the Mets do something first. I, I, they're lit. It would be sick to see them be good again, but I got to see them do something first. I mean, they got all this money. They got all these big names there. They have yet to do anything. They underperformed this year again. Well, I don't know if that's underperformed. They had a horrible last month. They were doing great. They absolutely underperformed. They were. They were world. They were talking about to be World Series champions going into the playoffs before middle of the season. People were expecting big things out of them. Yeah, them exiting I was too. when they did is not not good. Not and I doubt Cohen wants to see that too either. He's spending all that money. Well, exactly. Then if he's spending all the money, they're looking for that ring, that pennant. Yeah, I think Mets are going to have a little fire under their ass this year. I think they're going to come out swinging. I think they're going to have one heck of a season. I I'm excited to watch yeah. them play. Yeah, it'll be good. Um, it's hard for me. Baseball. See, I I still got football season on my mind. Um, still got a couple weeks in football season, so baseball is still coming in, still coming into play. Absolutely love it. Can't wait for the season to start. Going to be another great season. Uh, I Oh, I want to go back to the Cubs. This is a <laughs> funny story. Anthony Kay, left-handed pitcher, pitched for the Blue Jays. He was claimed off of waivers by the Cubs on December 23rd last year. He picked out his number, 46, and he quoted like the tweet when the Cubs tweeted out about uh, the numbers that uh, it was idolizing one of his favorite pitchers growing up, blah, blah, blah. And then today he gets DFA'd, and he quotes the tweet that no. says we're DFA'ing because they, they did that to make room for Mancini. Okay. He quotes the tweet and says, what a run we had, and tags the Cubs organization <laughs> in it. Awesome. I mean, what that's a guy. hilarious. What a guy. I like What it. else do you do I in like that situation, it. though? I don't know. I mean, I think he handled that perfectly. So I've seen the Dodgers got the number three international prospect at shortstop. Need that position. After seeing two franchise shortstops fall through the cracks and through your hands in three years, we need a shortstop. And I'm getting pissed. It's unbelievable. But that's a conversation for a different day. On the Dodgers topic, Trevor Bauer was reinstated after serving a 194-game suspension, which I will say was reduced to 194. So he has... Played that all out. He's ready to roll. He's ready to get signed. Dodgers dropped him. 
Um, they're still s- owe him $22.5 million. He can sign for the league minimum anywhere, though. Who's going to get him, Jer? Is, do you think anyone's going to get him? Yes. You think he's going to a team this season? By the end of the season, yes. Okay. I can see, yeah, right before deadline, desperate teams just picking him up. That could happen if he keeps throwing. Yes. Yes. Oh, he, I, he's he been throwing ever since he got into trouble. I mean, he was yeah. he, he's throwing every day. I can see like like a team like the Royals or the Tigers signing him, especially oh, the, the Tigers. Royals. The Royals just signed. What's the, um, the Royals just because they fly under the radar. They're low. They signed Kimbrel. Those that who you're thinking about? Or no, not Kimbrel. Chapman, which is classic. Chapman. That's so right. They obviously Sorry, we don't care about, about their team image, their clubhouse. True. How, like yeah. They, True. That's fair. So I can see them picking him up, and also the Tigers yeah. or the Astros. You know, it'll be a small market team. Small market team for sure. Right. It can't yeah. be a big market team. He goes can't to the A's for picking up power. Oh, he he might, dude. That the A's are happen. always looking for. That's oh yeah. my gosh, that would be ridiculous. Yeah. Speaking of the A's, saw this stat the other day. So you've seen Moneyball, right? Yep, yep. So in 2002, I don't know when Moneyball exactly is. I think it's right around there. Their payroll, $39 million. Last year in 2022, $29 million. This is no. per spot trek or something. I'll have to get that stat. Insane. I, Inflation I doesn't hear, exist to them, I guess. That has to be a joke. That i got to hear the source on that. $29 million to feel the whole team is absolutely insane. They're picking guys up on the corner of the in the corner of the gas station <laughs> with signs that say, please home me. Like, There's no way. Talk about it. I mean, considering they don't even have a stadium. Insane, I'm honestly impressed. The fact that they, instead of having a steady rise in payroll, it's going down. How? It doesn't even make sense. There's no way. Yeah, that team's got to get sold or something. Something's got to happen. Yeah. They're going to get moved. They can get moved this year, Jer? I, there were there's, talks last year about talk, the yeah. getting kicked. Let's buy it. I'm in. Thirty-nine million is their payroll. We so gotta be able to get a minority stake if the payroll's twenty-nine. Million. Or twenty-nine, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, we'll start a GoFundMe. Tea time pod. I can make it happen. Tea time pod. Every all the fans throw in will enter as a minority stake as mm-hmm. tea time pod. Boom. Mm-hmm. We'll figure out all the paperwork stuff later. Yep. It's enough with baseball. We're a little. We're, we're still a little farther out. Chair, what was that a stat you told me? It was probably about twenty days ago. We were ninety days out until was it opening day? Oh, yeah. When, yeah. Uh, I don't know how long so. ago that was, but it's definitely been probably at least ten. 15 days. Yeah, so. we're close. I mean, we're definitely close. Dwindling. April. I don't know exactly sure the exact start date, but I know uh, pitchers and catchers obviously will be reporting. We'll see how yep. we'll see how the season breaks down. Now let's get in the middle of the season that just started with college hoop. The Big 12 Conference is undoubtedly the best conference in college basketball right now. And I've crunched the numbers, done the math, done the science, ran all the simulations and models and figured it out who the best team is. You have a guess, Gary? Coming through the computer? This is what's spitting through your computer? Oh yeah, no. This is in up here, up up. Here. Oh, in the cranium, yeah, in the, way, in the actual way computer. faster than a computer. Yep. If you go on ESPN right now, uh, we're recording this. It's nine oh eight p.m. Friday, January twentieth. If you go on ESPN right now, uh, you've got your Big Twelve rankings. You've got Kansas State one, Kansas Jayhawks two, Iowa State three. They're all five and one, but the reason it's in that order is because Kansas State beat Kansas, who beat Iowa State. So it appears Kansas State is the best team, right? No. Completely wrong. That's what it appears. Yep. Well, let me tell you, Kansas State got slapped by TCU a couple weeks ago. So now you may be thinking, oh, it's TCU. TCU is the best team, right? No, wrong. Oh, I know where you're going with this. TCU, they have two losses. Well, three now. They just lost to West Virginia. They lost up Iowa State and Texas and West Virginia. West Virginia is obviously not the best team. So it's either Texas and ISU. Who do you think it is out of those two? ISU. Okay. 
Yep. I was. I thought you were going to go Texas, and I'll tell you why it's not Texas. They tend to choke. <laughs> that was too soon. I'm sorry. I'm kidding, but they did get blown out by Kansas State, and so oh. they also lost Iowa State. So obviously, Iowa State's the best team. So is Iowa State the best team in the Big Twelve? Asking you. Yes. Bears. No. You have to be wrong. Let me tell you about a team. Texas Tech Red Raiders. No. No. They're 0-6, but realistically, they're 0-4. They have an overtime loss to Oklahoma. That doesn't count. That's technically a tie. Let's think about it. Regular season time is a tie, so that loss doesn't count. <laughs> and they have a 30-point loss to Iowa State. That doesn't count either. That's a complete fluke. That was at Iowa State. Doesn't count. Got to win on the road. No, no, no. All the other losses Texas Tech has are by seven points or less, and three of those other losses are at, or two of those other losses, I'm sorry, are away. They lost by two at Texas in the Moody Center. If that's played at Texas Tech, they're winning by 10 points easily. They lost to Baylor by seven at home and by, to Kansas by three at home. They've got, they've got Kansas State tomorrow, Saturday, January 21st, and they're winning that game. Texas Tech is the best team in the Big 12. You that's funny you say that. Hold that hold that in your brain that you said Texas Tech is going to go ahead and beat the Kansas State Wildcats tomorrow, Saturday the 21st, in the point differential. Right now the spread is sitting at minus five, Kansas State. So for being 0-6, playing the worst team playing the best team at the best team's home court, that spread should be more, right? Who do you think funded my research on this, Gary? Vegas funded my research. They know. They know, too. Texas Tech is the best team in the Big And I'm falling for that trap. I'm jumping in that mousetrap because my play of the day, which you will hear at the end, stay tuned, and you will find out if it's in the Big 12 or where it will be. That's a great analysis. Jerry, way to do your homework. Thank you. Now, let me blow it up here for a second. Okay. Losing to the Oklahoma Sooners is bad. In OT, they didn't lose. They tied technically. Bad. It's bad. The Oklahoma Sooners, Sooners, sorry, are not it. They are not it. No, that's they the worst are, team in the Big Twelve. Oh yeah, I think they. I think they might finish last. Yeah, but we also need to talk about how good the Big Twelve is. And right now, the projected yeah, the Big seven teams is the best. In, into the tournament. That's so criminal. There should be. I'd argue nine. I think OK State is that good. West Virginia's Bob Huggins always delivers. They'll He's get in. having a rough one. Well, no, right in. now they're not getting in. Right now, no, they're going to get in. I, it's, yeah, it's, there's a lot it's of games. Bob left, Huggins, it's Bob Huggins, dude. I, I He's think, the man. I think you could argue that all ten teams in the Big Twelve could should be tournament teams. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. A, the Big Twelve yeah. is loaded this year. You gotta love, but you gotta love conference play. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Kansas State and Iowa State. In the Big Twelve projected. I think Kansas Iowa State, State was projected eight. Kansas State projected ten, and they're top wow. three now. Both of them, insane. Literally the craziest. Oh. Just such such fun basketball to watch every time you see a Big 12 game on. Facts. Facts. I like to hear that, Jared. Good. Way to break it down. Now let's let's kick it to not a Power 5 conference, and let's talk about LMU. Okay. Let's sit here for one second, and let's discuss Gonzaga University Bulldogs losing their home streak. I can't remember the number, and I'm not going to pull one out, out of thin air. 76 home streak to Loyola Marymount. <laughs> you know, it's actually, it's a bummer to see this. Anyways, I'm not a Gonzaga fan. Completely unbiased podcast here. Um, but for the Calcutta, 
you want to see that team go high. You want to see some sucker buy them high. And with a they're loss gonna, like this, they're going to go low, lower. Yeah, no, just, it's just still a brand it's, name. Someone will take them high, but it's Butte. They love their Gonzaga Bulldogs. Yeah, horrible loss. I think we can move past that. I don't really want to dwell on that anymore. Yeah, it's a tough loss. I mean, Lyle Marymount's not bad. Four and three in the conference play. That conference is. Wait, remind me. That conference is pretty good, right? There. I mean, they usually send quite a few teams. Yeah, the, I mean, I'd almost argue it's better than Big right? Twelve, but that's a topic for another podcast. <laughs> Moving All right, on. No, that's funny though. Uh, good game by LMU there, being number six at. At Gonzaga. Uh, news broke today on the 20th. Mike Bray is stepping down as the head coach of the Notre Dame Fighting Irish at the end of this year. You I've been were talking waiting for to, that. You were waiting. Yeah, I've been talking to you a lot about this lately. I hate to say it's time because Mike Bray is more than a basketball coach at University of Notre Dame. It's obvious that game comes second in teaching these kids to be young adults is more one to Bray. He has a cool story. You should listen to it. Um, about both his parents being the teachers and um, how he became just fell, fell in those footsteps. And then uh, the year that they went on and got their by Kentucky in the Elite Eight, they beat on their way, they beat Butler on a day that his mom died in the tournament. He had to bounce back and win, which is pretty cool. But it was time. Um, Mike Bray this yeah. season will be stepping down for ND. They are atrocious lately. They are a bad basketball team right now. Yeah, a bad basketball team right now. They so might it was figure time. it out. Twenty three seasons there for Mike Bray. I mean, it's time. Yeah, he had his he, fun. I mean, he had his good runs, his bad ones. Let's shift. Had some good teams. Had some good players. We're rolling though. Yeah, we're rolling though. I Since think Cal's that, probably getting forced out of Kentucky. Hey, he might get be getting his call to ND. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, that would. <laughs> can you? Oh, that would never happen. I like that though. Darius Miles. Earlier, I just want to bring it up quickly. Arrested, um, crazy story. Arrested for capital murder. He supplied the gun to the shooter. Yeah, I can't remember. Anyways, crazy story. He played in a game on last Saturday, injured his ankle, out for the season, and then on Sunday morning he gets arrested for these charges because he preceded that killing with Sunday morning. Crazy story. Alabama basketball player. Yeah. Sad story all around. Whole life Nothing in front of you want to hear. Yeah. Yep. All right, do you do you want to talk any more college basketball? Do you want to move right on? Let's get moving. NFL, the playoff pitcher. We are in divisional round. Maybe some say the best week of the season. I might agree with that. I mean, you're down to your final eight teams, all dogs. I love the matchups. Crazy stat for you, Jer. Guess how many thirty or under quarterbacks there are, or over quarterbacks there are in the divisional round this year? Thirty, thirty years and older. Thirty years and older. Two, one. None. None. Joey's None. Young. Purdy's young. Joey Burrow. How yeah, old's Purdy's Dak? Twenty just no, turned twenty three. Dak? Dak's twenty nine years old. Oh wow. Okay. Dak's twenty nine, he is the oldest, and then Patty, Mahomes, Josh Allen, and Joe Burrow all sit around twenty five, twenty six. Jalen Hurts is twenty four, I believe, maybe a year older. Crazy. Isn't uh, Trevor Stetson Bennett is like thirty seven too? And he just played in Yeah, Stetson Bennett's like forty two and wow. isn't twelve. So all all pro quarterbacks season? are younger than the college. I mean, Stetson Bennett might be the best quarterback if you were to put him up against these eight, though. Probably. Not, I mean, though. just I an absolute so. athlete out there. I don't think just so. so. Just so great. Okay. All right, who do you like in I these games, Gary? Tomorrow I'm going to take, give me the Jags at the points. I love nine and a half. Chiefs don't blow anybody out. I know it's the Chiefs. They're unreal. 
I'm going to be a sucker and take the Jags and try to ride the train. I love Doug Peterson. Love Trevor Lawrence. Love the Jags. Would love to see him take down the Chiefs. Don't see it happening. Could I just don't see him beating them. I mean, they could. Give me nine and a half, though. I like those points. Maybe okay. over 52 and a half as well. All right, Giants-Eagles, what do you like? Seven and a half is a lot for an NFC East. Third time seeing each other battle. Giants are on a roll. Danny, Danny Dimes and Saquon are playing like men on a mission. Their game against the Vikings. I mean, you can't really compare, though. It's, it, it's the Minnesota Vikings, so I can't say much about that. I'm going to say seven and a half is a lot of points. That almost seems, uh, I don't know. Giants get in. They're center- Give me the Giants. Give me seven and a half. Give me Giants seven and a half. Don't know why. Probably going to get beat by 50, but give me it. What do you think, Jerry? Who do you like? I'd back you on that. I like that, too. Yes. That's all I have to say about it. Bengals, okay. Bills. Okay. This is a trappy line. I s- if I've ever smelt a trap line, it's this one. The Cincinnati Bengals, two weeks ago, were beating this Buffalo Bills, it was in Cincy, 7-3, to three, and some say driving before the whole Damar Hamlin incident happened. Um, prayers up to Damar. That is one sad story. Crazy, though. Five and a half seems absurd. I, I mean, the, after the way the Bills came out, they played the Bills. They they played just such a o- crazy offense and so fun to watch that they're just due for turnover. So it's mm-hmm. not really anything new, and they'll be fine. The Bills uh, probably going to win the Super Bowl. But... It's so trappy. Give me Buffalo minus five and a half. Even okay. though I'm rooting for Cincy to win this game, this line should be closer than hey, five. Hey, that's and a half. win-win then. You know, either the yeah, team you're rooting for true. wins, yeah, or you yeah. get a little money. All right, Cowboys Niners. I, it's Cowboys all the way, Cowboys. right? I'll never, I'll never ever <laughs> in my life. Give me the Niners minus four. Brock Purdy's going to throw for three fifty on this defense. Trayvon Diggs is a fraud in the other side of the corner, the other side of the field. Anthony Brown still hurt. They're still trying to find a second cornerback. Brock Purdy's going to eat in this, um, or should I say, Debo and Christian McCaffrey and George Kittle and Brandon Ayuk. Talk to me. I'm, a, I'm pumped for this weekend. Absolutely pumped. We got NFL football. We got UFC first pay per view of the year. Pumped. Absolutely psyched. I think we roll right in to not UFC, not NFL. What are them horses doing on the track The tomorrow? reason why we wake up on Saturday morning. What are the horses doing? What are they doing on the track tomorrow? I want to hear it. Let me tell you about Gulfstream Park, Gary. Race number one, 12, 10 p.m. We've okay. got Miss Creent. It's a favorite. It's 4-1. to one. Who is that? No one knows. No one cares. Let me tell you, you about the top three that. horses in that race. have a better name than that. Coming in number to one at 30-1 to one odds. Disrespectful odds. Karen's Revenge. That name throws me back in my seat. Just an angry mom, and that's the name of a horse. Yeah, Karen's Revenge by 10 seconds. Easy. Uh, next, Never Been Wrong. Obviously, I got a bet on that one. They've never been wrong. That's 6-1 to one odds there, so they favored it a little heavier. And then Hot Bottom Girl. Talk to me, Hot Bottom Girl. 30-1 to one again. Disrespectful. I'm betting on all three of those horses. Probably not a trifactor or anything, just probably... Well, I don't you know. Can take them all, are you, you going to take them all to see podium, or are you going to try to take It'd them to podium win? It'd be podium if I did it. It'd podium. be podium, yeah. So three, you're going to take them to yeah. three? Yep. I'd say that. I'd say so. Who do you like? Who do you like? You know, uh, give me the blue Kentucky girl as Jack Harlow. Jack oh, Harlow to my boy. Shout out. Give me the girl. blue Kentucky girl. Yep, I like that. Give me the blue Kentucky girl. I like that race. 12-10. Not better than horse race in the morning. Nothing better. I think 13 races after that. Might have to sprinkle some on each one of those, but oh, cannot wait. Going to be good. Good Saturday. Saturdays for the boys. Saturdays for sports. Got to love it. 
And welcome to the betting segment of this podcast. Here at Tea Time Pod, we're going to do things a little bit differently. The gambling scene today is an absolute mess. There's no accountability everywhere. People are flying around. Let's see how many units they got on Zero. this and that. And if you follow any like bettors on Twitter, they'll always retweet their wins with the big flashing red light emoji and all the green check marks. And if they have a loss, they just pretend it didn't happen. None of that here. Tea Time Pod, we're going to track our bets to the dollar amount. A uh, couple rules we've got in place. Rule number one, don't suck. We're going to make sure we're winning these bets, hitting them consistently. Not all the time. Can't win all the time. Number two, $25 min bet. Sheesh. That is through Montana Sports Bet. Because and FanDuel trash and bleep barstool FanDuel will not come to Montana. We need... Well, I, I think it's... I think it's I'm sure I don't Montana. think it's their fault. No, it's Montana. I think it's it's a lot. It's yeah. Montana lottery trying to control it. Please, I beg you, please come. We need a sports book. Yeah, so if anyone's bad. out there listening, it would be so nice. So bad. Anyway, third rule: um, punishments are in place after so many losses. Yep, once yep, 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 yep. A dollar amount racks up in the negative. Uh, we'll implement punishments. Don't know what those dollar amounts are yet. What those punishments will be? We'll probably put the punishments up to you. Maybe you guys a poll. On maybe to replies. A poll. We'll figure. We'll figure something out. I mean, I mean, we're pretty good at it. So we're keeping it accountable here. We're keeping it honest. We're keeping it real. Always integrity. Uh, and with that, let's look at the slate. Remind you, our plays will be posted on Twitter. I'll have a lock. Jer will have a lock. And the pod as a whole will have a lock. Um, that'll be posted every day. We'll. Keep track of that on the right on Twitter. I think that do we want to do it every day, Jer? Have a lock every single day, even the days we're not recording. Oh, or do you want it just the days we're recording? I think we just do the days we're recording. I think we so don't want to be a sharp. Days. We don't want to be a sharp. We want to be giving out two free money to these listeners. I'm well, and I'm going to be getting a lot of hate for this, but some days there's just nothing to bet on. I mean, there is, but some days there's just no winners to pick. There's too many stinky lines, sketchy games. I love me. Some I don't stank. always have a game I love. I don't love always have a game I love, and for that, I'm I'm only going to do this with the pod. That's fair. If I like we'll something, if, we'll you know what? Maybe I'll throw out a bet on Twitter if I really like something on a day we're not recording. But we'll figure it out. Um, for simplicity's sake, I'm just going to bet mine off or on this podcast. And to clear everything up, our podcast will this one will be dropping. You'll be listening to this on Saturday, hopefully Saturday morning for the boys, so you can listen to all the news and everything before you get going on your day and all the news or all the sports and games. We will not drop every Saturday. We are just figuring everything out. We'll have an actual schedule here, and um, that'll be let known on the next few episodes, so then you guys can keep it consistent and know then when you're going to listen to your boys. So with that, Jared, yep. what's your play of the day tomorrow? Well, now going back to, well, I have to go Texas Tech plus five, but I'm starting to think that's what you were thinking. I wasn't thinking that, no. Okay, okay. I'm taking Texas Tech plus five. Like I said, they are the best team in the Big 12. I'm sprinkling the money line on that. Um, but for accountability reasons and tracking reasons, I'm putting $25 Texas Tech plus five at Kansas State. Lock it in. All righty. We do not discuss our play of the days at all, so that's the first I'm hearing of Jairus. He does not know what mine is, and it's funny because we're going to start off the year finding out who's going to be in the winning and who's going to be in the losing because I got... Give me the Wildcats minus five going up against the Texas Tech Raiders. I love this line. I oh, absolutely okay. love this line. Told you guys to stay intrigued. Uh, listen to the end of the podcast during our college hoop section. That's because I knew I was taking it's a Kansas, trap. Kansas State. It's a trap. And Jer, for some odd reason, went Texas Tech. That's funny, though. I mean, it's funny. We're, hey, we'll see what we'll see how it plays out. First bet of the year, first play of the day of the year, or of this podcast in the history. 
go down in the record books. We'll always have always have it on one another. I love it. Let's let, let's go to the pod. Pod play of the day. We're gonna stay in the Big Twelve. That means we'll have two Big Twelve conference plays for your play of the days. Who we taking, Jer? We're for sure locking in the Big Twelve for the pod. No, I'm talking about play of the day tomorrow for the pod. It has to be a Big Twelve team. Is that what you're no, just telling we, me right now? No, but we already discussed. Oh. We got. I also like South Carolina at home plus twelve and a half versus Auburn. Um, me and my good friend, shout out Zach Archibald. We're talking about how fraudulent Auburn is. You can never trust them I anytime. Um, South Carolina's coming off two horrible losses at home. I think there's 14-plus each time. But they got a That's third fair. chance here to make it right, and I think they're going to do so. So I like South okay. Carolina at um, home plus 12.5. I like Baylor minus 1.5 at Oklahoma. Oh, now now you're talking to me. I'll take that line. I like that. So too. We all, we're going to go all four Big 12. Four Big 12 teams, two plays. I got one side of one play, and you got the other side, and then we're yeah. going a different game for Baylor minus one and a half. Lock it in. You heard it here. My play of the day tomorrow. Give me the Kansas State Wildcats going against the Texas Tech Raiders. Mark Adams and his crew were showing up with some business to take care of. We gonna find Sprinkle out. Sprinkle the money line. Uh, I only have twenty five li- twenty five live on the spread. Have that to be noted, just in case something goes terribly wrong. Texas Tech plus five. With that, I also want to roll. Scam knew. He knew. He knew he he knows what's up. He Lochness Monsters. Kansas State against Kansas. A couple days ago at Kansas State. Messing back and forth in the group, in the chat. Cam knows Kansas State is not losing to the Jayhawks at home. Jer thought it was a genius idea. Okay, Kansas State Securities team was running pre-game practices of a court storming event. They're practicing for a win. It's like hanging a banner. You can't do that. I, I will back you, you on this. You can't do that. Here's the thing. What's funny about that is they practiced that, and did you still see that kid bolt through the court and get the ball to the center of the court? <laughs> did you see him run on? That was so classic. Oh, and I actually was to protect so the Jayhawks, funny. not the Kansas State kid. So. Yeah. But I, I misinterpreted that. That's on me. Took a loss. What's the punishment, Gary? Cam just threw out there he's going to have a chip. The, the hot chip challenge for Jer. And Jer had zero skin in the game where Cam was actually had some skin in the game. And Jer, for some reason, just thought it was a good idea to say he'd take that bet, even though he has zero skin in the game. Cam has nothing to lose. Jer is eating a hot chip. Jer, Cam did pay for it, so shout out Cam. Thanks, that Cam. video will be posted to the Twitter. It's going to be hilarious. Jer's. So, I mean, I've heard about this one chip challenge, and I didn't think much of it. I mean, I like hot foods. Obviously, it's going to kick my butt, but... Talked to Rosa, shout out Eric Rosa, my roommate today, and told him how to do that. And he said he did it this summer and was crying and puking for an hour this summer. So you know a little nervous now. The nerves are up. The nerves Well, are you up. know what's bad when it, there's a huge warning on the box that says, like, do not eat if you're pregnant. Like, it literally tells oh you, like, you're going to, like, I've seen, I've seen numerous videos of grown men, like, crying their eyes out and, like, just throwing any, I'll... So I wasn't aware of any of that when he thought it. I thought it was going to be like, you know, eating something really spicy, like a blazing wing challenge. Like it hurts, but you'll be fine. Respectfully to Cam. I'm a little nervous now. Respectfully to Cam, too. He lost his fantasy football league um, with some of his other boys. And him and uh, Cash have to split the hot chip as well. So he's eating half. And so that's why I think that was was in his brain. They're so random. Yeah, Yeah, just funny. But all right. Well, with that, I think we we send her off. Great first episode, Jer. Love it. Yep. I think so. Love it. Thanks for listening. Tune in next time. Follow us on Twitter. T at T underscore time underscore pod. Keep in tune. We'll let you know on episodes later on.